Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, praise Jesus, hallelujah, I said good morning because I think my daughter told me it was 11.59 so I can say good morning, hallelujah, in a few minutes it'll be 12, Um, in a few seconds it'll be 12, but for right now I'm going to say good morning, you are listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry High Noon Prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome, 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 welcome. All of you who came out today. Hope your day has been as great as mine has been. Hallelujah. Know everything is not perfect. Don't even fool yourself. But you know what? I count it all joy. Amen. That's what the Word of God told me to do, to count it all joy. Because he says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. If you want to feel strong, if you want to get healed, then be joyous. Laugh at something. Like Mark Hankins said, he said, just go around saying, ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. And eventually, you know what? You're going to start laughing yourself. He says, sometimes you got to laugh at the devil. When he comes in, like he usually does, and the Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, like a flood, then what we are to do, like Mark Hankins said, is laugh at him. He doesn't understand laughter. That's one thing you never see in the Bible where Satan laughs at anything. Amen. Unless he's laughing at you and he's got over on you. And if you're a child of God, then he cannot get over on you. Amen. Hallelujah. So let us say right now, hallelujah, to chase that thing away. Ha, 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 ha. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I remember when we were, oh, my God, I guess it was back in the late 80s, early 90s, when they did the laughing ministry. And, you know, many people got healed during that time. I don't know why they stopped it, or maybe that was just for a season. God does things in seasons. Maybe it was just for a season. But I noticed my brother, Mark Hankins, he still does that. He will laugh at the devil in a heartbeat. Yes, he will. Whenever he's on, I hear him. I listen to him. Because when I get through listening to him, I'm feeling so much better, no matter what went on. I am feeling so much better. It's not him so much. It's the word of God that he's bringing. Amen. Like David said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. Hallelujah. Today, our title is For My Good. It all, I'm sorry. It all works together. And it does. It all works together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Have you found yourself here lately in a place and you don't know how you got there? Things all around you look like they're going crazy. The people around you are acting crazy. And you're like, Lord, how did I get here? Hey, you know something? I've been that way now for four years. But God is steady pulling me out of it. Because slowly but surely, I'm coming up out of it. I came from Charlotte, Concord area, and ended up here in Danville. Now, nothing wrong with Danville. Don't mistake me. But I asked myself, Lord, how did I get here? I don't know anybody. When I got here, y'all, I didn't know anybody but my daughter's um Dad, 
and he was not very receptive to it. When we came here, yeah, I'm going to tell the truth. I can't lie about it. But um, I went through some things, and um, I came out of it. God got everything, you know. But I learned from that that a lot of times we go places, God will place us in places, and we don't understand at the time. But because I was placed here, this is where reaching the masses media ministry came from. Amen. So it may have seemed bad at the time, but because I've been placed here, then reaching the masses ministry, this is where God called me at in this place and at this time. And I'm not finished. I'm online. It's reaching the masses media ministry. But now it's time for me to go out in the world. Amen. Hallelujah. God's already been dealing with me about that. That's why I got attacked by the enemy. But you know what? He can't win. He has no power over me. I might feel bad from a little cold, but you know what? God will deliver us out of everything, every time. And guess what? Even this cold. Now I know next year, go after I believe what I came down with was the flu. That's what it feels like. I've had the flu before. And this lets me know next year, get your flu out early, girl, or get to praying earlier and anoint yourself earlier. Amen. I didn't do it this year because I thought it was too early. I didn't think it was flu season. But guess what? Anyway, long story short, God, hallelujah, before the foundation of the world, he says, planted you in a certain place. You don't know how you got there. All kinds of things have gone wrong, but that's because the enemy is trying to get you out of that place because in that place there is a blessing for you. If you are having a hard time where you are, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. There is a blessing for you on this side, not in eternity. You don't have to wait for eternity to get your blessing. There is a blessing on this side in this time realm. Amen. God predestined you with everything you needed pertaining to life and godliness. Amen. That's, I mean, that encompasses everything, life and godliness. That means your life before you got saved and your life since you have given your life to him. Amen. He had already supplied everything that you needed. Like he said, we are predestined. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, if you could all, y'all could just feel what I'm feeling right now. But um, thank you, Stephanie. She heard my voice changing and she gave me water. But, um, it's a blessing for that child, too. She don't get it yet, but it is. I remember Catherine Coleman um, saying one time, and I always have a problem pronouncing her name, um, is K-U-H-L-M-A-N, Catherine Coleman. She's an old soldier, man. I mean, whoa, that lady would come in and people would fall out, hallelujah, and be healed. That's how powerful she was. Oh, one day I'll explain her life to you. But she had a saying. She said, grow where you're planted. And I never understood that. I would hear that. I said, I don't get that one. Now I do. Wherever God plants you at, that's where you grow. You allow him to water you. Number one, you allow him to plant you. Don't kick against the prick, hallelujah. The prick is God's word, God's will. Don't kick against it because he has a plan for you. Remember, he knew you before the foundation of the world. So don't kick against God's plan because he does. I always say that, but God had a plan. No matter what your life looks like right now, hallelujah. God has a plan for your life. 
I know it's hard, hallelujah. I know you've cried many tears, hallelujah. I know you've looked back and wanted to go back, hallelujah. Don't do that. Because if he wanted you back there, he would have kept you back there. That's not where your blessings are. Your blessings are right here where God has planted you at. Okay? Stop looking back. That's not where your blessings are. Look forward. Look where you are now and continue to follow God's leading. Hallelujah. Now, I know we're supposed to be on, um, what is the name of those things we were on? In Him. But God gave me this early this morning. I woke up feeling this morning. Hey, I told y'all yesterday I was fine. And I was. But then overnight, I have no idea what happened. I rebuked whatever it was. I woke up this morning, felt like I had hit, been hit by a freight train. And I said, Lord, what happened? What's going on? Don't know. But I'm feeling better now, you know? The devil, evidently, this ministry is going to be something else. Hallelujah. I hear one of my brothers say last night, and I hope my voice is strong enough. Because, see, I'm trying not to be too loud because I will get laryngitis in a heartbeat. And I can't be going around here not being able to talk when I have a program. I'm okay? Okay, she says I'm okay. She can hear it better than I can because I've got earphones in my ear from Block Talk Radio. But anyway, um, God has amazing things for us, you all. I know. I know. You don't want to hear that right now. You're sitting up in your house or up in your apartment or in your classroom asking yourself, why am I here? Lord, I don't like this place. Don't go as far as I did. I came to Danville. I said, oh, no. I said, Lord, you put me in Lodi Bar. Oh, no. I know this is not your will. But you know what? I found out that it was his will. And there's a lot coming out of this. There's a lot that's being revealed, uncovered, deceptions that have taken place. But God is able, and God will do you better than any man, any woman, any situation. Amen. So let God do what he wants to do in your life. Grow where you're planted. He didn't plant you there just so you can complain. I know it seems hard right now, but think about a seed that a farmer plants. Thank you. Glory, hallelujah. Think about that seed. That seed is taken from one part of a field. Let's say corn. That corn is let allowed to stay out in the field and dry out. Each one of those kernels will be another stalk of corn. When the farmer goes to pluck the kernel off the corn, hallelujah, and he puts that kernel in the ground. See, it's dried out. Corn didn't understand why it was just being left there in the sun to dry out, but it had a purpose, hallelujah. It didn't understand what was getting ready to happen to it. But God had a plan, amen. That farmer had a plan. Let's look at this farmer as God. Yeah, you stayed out there, you dried up, and you wonder, okay, where am I supposed to go now? What am I supposed to do now? Things are not working out. You may have been plucked out of your house, plucked out of your apartment, and trying to figure out where to go next. But guess what? God has a plan. Trust in him. Amen? It may seem hard. You may have to shed some tears. Hallelujah, I used to cry so much I'd have a headache because I didn't understand what was going on. And friends did not help. Friends would say, girl, you need to do this or you need to do that. Oh, honey, child, let me tell you, if I were you, and I'd look at them and say, but you're not me. You don't know how I feel inside. You don't even understand what's happening in my life. Your life has a complete different direction than mine does. 
And the thing that used to bug me is when you were going through, they will still come and dump their dirty laundry on you. This, that, and the other. What do I do about this? And what do I do? I would look at them and want to say, I have no earthly idea. Just let me alone. But you know what? The Spirit of God in me would not allow me to do that. So not only did I have to go through what I was going through, but I had to listen to the Spirit of God for him to tell me what to tell them. And they usually left out happy. Amen. But then I look. I say, Lord, they leaving out happy. And I'm still here wondering, where do I go? What do I do? What is your plan for me? Hallelujah. I went through that, y'all. I think there's a scripture that says, um, oh, I can't think of it. In other words, you're waiting hard. Something makes the heart sick. I don't know. I'll find the scripture. I'll bring that to you the next time. But when you have an unfulfilled heart and you don't know which way God wants you to do, he's giving you direction, but then you find yourself standing out in a field alone. You'll find yourself dried up in a field. Uh Uh-huh. And you ask yourself, how did I get out of here? How did I get here, Lord? What do I do? Well, you live until God plants you somewhere else. Just have patience. Just trust in him. Do like Mark Hankins used to say, ha, ha, ha. Find something to make you laugh. Look at a comedy show to make you laugh. Because by the time you get through laughing, hallelujah, you will look and God has plucked you up and planted you somewhere else. But let me tell you, even after he plants you somewhere else, like I see, like I said, imagine that corn seed. All of a sudden, it's from one part of the field and it's in another part of the field. But not only that, it's buried. Hmm. The farmer left it to dry out. Now he's going to take it and bury it. Yep. Think about it. See, that coin doesn't understand who it is. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of us don't understand who we are. Mm. But if you think about corn, if you're, if you know anything about farming, a stalk of corn has many kernels. Every one of those kernels is going to be planted. And if they're good, they're going to make a stalk of corn. You ever seen a cornfield? Every one of those stalks of corn, high, rising in the air toward the sun. (coughs) Came from, excuse me, y'all, one of those kernels in that ear of corn. Our ear of corn has hundreds, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, of kernels. The farmer doesn't eat all his corn because he wants corn for the next season. Amen. So that's why he lets the stalk stay out there, and it dries up, and then he plucks the kernels off of it. Each one of those individual kernels are planted. Hallelujah. Then they're watered. Hallelujah. The corn doesn't understand what's going on. It's underground. At first, at least, it was with a stalk and with the rest of the kernels drying up. So it wasn't alone, but now it's alone underground. Hallelujah. Not understanding what's going on. Good God Almighty. Asking the Lord, hallelujah. This is us, y'all, human beings. Asking the Lord, Lord, how did I get here? Why would you put me here? I don't know anybody here. There's nothing here. You're being fed and everything. Because remember, the farmer is going to fertilize that corn. He's going to fertilize his whole field. It's going to get watered. So you're not lacking anything. But you're alone. 
Hallelujah. And God has said, wait. Just hold on. I want you to grow where I've planted you. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. That's a tough thing to do when you're put in a place and you're looking around and you don't know anybody. You don't want to know anybody because you look around and it's all kind of mess around you. Think about that seed. It's all kind of dirt and grubs and whatever, but it's not bothering it because it's protected because of what it is. Amen? Hallelujah. The farmer knew what he was doing. He's already killed every pestilence in that soil. And he knew what he was doing when he put that kernel of corn in there. So even though you feel by yourself, just hold on. Because you're getting ready to grow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You look, and then all of a sudden, one thing happens. That's the roots going down, roots growing down. Then, hallelujah, there's a blade that comes up above that soil. That's you growing. Finally, you're able to see the light of day again. Hallelujah. And you thought there was no hope. Then after, hallelujah, the blade then comes, hallelujah, the stalk is little and stubby then. And then it grows up and grows up. And before you know it, you, you little seed, little kernel, are now an ear of corn. Amen. Seed, time, and harvest is what the Bible calls. We all have to go through that on this side. Now, there's another version to that for on the other side, but on this side. Learn to grow where you are planted. God said he would never leave nor forsaken you. Amen. No matter what it looks like, you feel like you have been left alone. Hallelujah. You cry and you weep. Nobody understands. And sometimes you are there by yourself. And you're trying to figure out what happened. My life used to be so wonderful. Hey, I remember when I bask in the sun, and I remember when all of my friends, hallelujah, the farmer picked them, and I thought I was going to be picked, but I was never picked. He allowed me to stay out on the stump and to dry up. Mm, glory. But the farmer had, thank you, Jesus, a better plan for you. The other ears of corn went into the house, got boiled, baked, or whatever they do, and got eaten. Amen. He saved you, hallelujah, for last. You're the best. You're the one (coughs) that's going to bring forth much fruit. That's why you're standing there. In the sun, alone, trying to figure out what happened. But when that farmer plucks you off, when God plucks you off that stump, all of you, well, the farmer has a whole bunch of kernels on that stump. And believe me, you're not the only one that's going through. Amen? But when he plucks you off that stump and he plants you, <coughs> You are going to come forth much greater than you were before. Amen. I am so sorry, y'all. This is the last internet thing, and it wants to just stay. And I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Y'all know me, right? I'm going to rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I've already binded and I've loose healing. But this last little bit wants to last, and I refuse it. Amen. But let's get back to that corn. When that corn starts growing up, it's beautiful. It's alive. 
and it understands its purpose. Amen. I'm sorry. This is love, y'all. This is love. Hallelujah. It understands its purpose. All of a sudden, that little dried up kernel has become an ear of corn. And it's going to be used for the farmer's purpose. Amen. But then you're going to have another stalk. That's going to be dried up, left out there, and going to be used for the farmer's purpose. Amen. Hallelujah. Count yourself worthy to be used for the master's purpose. Amen. Like I said, I say farmer, but what I'm really talking about is God. Count yourself worthy to be used for his purpose. Because he has something great for you. Hallelujah. Corn is used for many things. It's not just used for eating. That whole corn, you have the husk, you have the hairs, you have the, oh, my goodness, this out. Corn is used for many things. In order to be used for the master's purpose, you got to allow yourself, hallelujah, to be, to go through a process in order for him to bring you up to where he wants you to be. His plan has already been set in place from the before the foundation of the world. So don't worry, amen. Hallelujah. You have something greater for your life. It does not seem like it yet, but hold on and you will see the purpose in your life. Grow where God has planted you. You don't know how you got there. I didn't know how I got here. Sometimes I still ask myself, Lord, come on now. But I'm beginning to see, and I'm beginning to understand. And, y'all, I'm flourishing. That's why I get attacked so much. I'm flourishing because I'm delivering the word of God, and the enemy does not like it. But let me tell you something. I don't care because God told me years ago, he said, woke me up one morning, he said, preach my word. And I said, no, Lord, not me, my husband. (laughs) Don't ever do that, y'all. Because you will suffer. Don't ever say no to the Lord. Amen. If he tells you to go, you go. I'll tell you that story one day. But for right now, if God tells you to go, you go. If he says, to grow where you're planted, then you grow where you're planted. You get in the word of God, you read the word of God, and you get stronger and stronger and stronger. And before you know it, you're going to look and you're going to be rising toward the sun. Amen. A beautiful, golden, plump, delicious of corn or whatever the master has you to grow up to be. Amen. Hallelujah. Fit. For the master's use. It's all about God, y'all. It's not about us. It's all about God. He knows what he wants you to be. He knows where you are. We think he doesn't. He knows where you are. You got where you are because that's where he went, where he wanted you to be, especially when you are his child. Amen. Some of us, oh, good Lord. Start arguing with the Lord. Well, Lord, I shouldn't be in. I'm going to get out of here. Nope, you won't be able to get out of there. Because the moment you try to get out of there, something is blocked. I tried to get out of this place so many times, please. But God says, stand still. And that's exactly what I have done. And believe me, I'm growing. And I'm, oh, my God, I can't even tell you. He has multiplied me and so many ways, and he's getting ready to multiply me again. Every time I turn around, blessing, 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 blessing. I'm saying, my God, Lord, I've never been this blessed in my life, y'all. Hallelujah. But it's because I'm growing where God planted me. This is not where I want it to be. 
And God knows that I'm not going to lie to him. I wanted to be up in Charlotte City. Hallelujah. And I thought about going to New York where my brother was, but, you know, New York a little bit too fast for me. But when I moved to Charlotte City, oh, yes, I thought I would. Uh-huh. But God said, this is not where I want you to be. You're not going to do any good here. I have a plan for you. And he began to work that plan out. Before you knew it, boom, boom, everything shut down. I'm saying, what? You know how we get that that little attitude, especially as black women, that neck going, yeah, uh uh-huh. I said, what on earth is going on, Lord? No. I don't want this. Come on now, Lord. You said you are my father. You never leave nor forsaken me. Yep. He did. That's exactly what he said, but guess what? He didn't ever leave nor forsaken me. From Charlotte to Danville, he was with me. Hallelujah. Got here 1 o'clock in the morning, me and my baby. Mm. Good God Almighty. Didn't understand the place where we went to. I was like, uh, I looked around and said, Lord, you got to be kidding. You're joking, right? This got to be a joke. But no sooner than I looked around, he gave me a better place. And I am in that place right now, a brand new home. Oh, thank you, Lord. It makes me want to cry, y'all. I tell you, brand new home. Whole lot of land you all have seen. If you're on my Facebook page or if you're on the um, Divas in Christ, you see our little animals around here. I start calling my daughter LMA. I know most of y'all new millennials don't know who LMA is, but it was an old show called The Beverly Hillbilly, and LMA was the daughter of the farmer, and she loved animals, and uh, she called them critters. And I noticed my daughters were calling them the same thing. She said, oh, found another critter. There's another critter out there. And my daughter started naming the deer. The most recent one is Barbara, Patricia, and Rasputia. I know that sounds funny. But we have deer wandering in our yard. We don't bother them. We we let them come. Don't shoo them away or anything. For some reason, they love their grass out there in the back. But there's Barbara, there's Rasputia, and there's Patricia. There's two adults and one baby. The adults are Barbara and Patricia, and the baby she named Rasputia. Well, I don't know. But I guess the baby's a little fat thing, you know. But I say all that to say this. The wonderments that we have in our yard, because we stay here in what used to be the county. When she first got here, oh, Lord, I didn't want this to be that long. But anyway, when she first got here, she saw a raccoon, a a raccoon, a raccoon, whatever you call it. She didn't know what it was, y'all. We had been in the city of Charlotte around all the stone buildings and all of that. You didn't see no raccoons in Charlotte. Amen. But now she knows what a rack. She said, Ma, that thing's walking up on two feet. What is that? And when she told me what it was, I went on and I told her what it was. You know, I said, it's a raccoon. She told me about the tail and the rings around and all. I said, honey, that's a raccoon. And it made me feel so bad because my baby had never seen a raccoon. Then we have a, um, we call him Waddlebutt. He's a, um, what do you call him? Oh. What do you call Waterbutt? Oh. <laughs> the little thing. Groundhog. Groundhog, yeah. <laughs> we got several groundhogs. Uh, y'all want to know the home of the groundhog? Hey, come right here in this neighborhood where I am. They all over the place. We had never seen a real chipmunk before we got here to Danville. Guess what? We saw real chipmunk, real, not Alvin, Theodore, and whatever the other one is. We have real chipmunk. 
see these things my daughter would have never seen if we had stayed up in Charlotte. The only thing she would have seen there was a bunch of mess and guns, and we might not even be living there. Amen. Because Charlotte, they tell me, has gotten outrageous. I still love the city, but I am so glad we're here because God has been good to us. Amen. You got a farmer's market, but all the fresh foods that you can eat. The meat here, hallelujah, is grass-fed. They don't give it hormones. Amen. So it's a good place. It's an old place, but it's a good place to live. And God bless us with a new house. Amen. With much land. Thank you, Jesus. That's why I say grow where you're planted. If I had have left here and went back to Charlotte, I don't know where I would be at today. But because I decided to obey God, despite the conflict that was around me, hallelujah, God blessed us. Amen. Hallelujah. My daughter had seen things that she never saw before. And now, you know, she loves those animals. She don't bother with them because we know better than that. No, we haven't seen any snakes or anything. But these little things that we have seen, I thank God because she can see these things and she knows to stay away from them. Let them be, let them have their space, and you have your space. We have a garden outside with rosemary and sage and basil and tomatoes. Oh, my God. That she started this year. Last year, I did it. But if you stay where you are and grow where God has planted you, you will see that God put you there and he will multiply you in so many various ways. I'm not saying there's not going to be trouble because the devil going to be wherever you are. But yes, he will plant you somewhere and you will grow exponentially. I have learned more about God's word in this place, hallelujah, than I've ever learned in my life. Because see, all my buddies and friends are here. I've got one friend here, and she was from way, way, way back. She's raising her grandson, so she doesn't have a lot of time, and that's okay. But if I need to talk to somebody, I can pick up a phone and talk to her, amen? So he didn't leave me alone. Hallelujah. He gave me a friend, and she knows me and my daughter. But please, I understand you're crying and you're uncomfortable, and you're trying to figure out what. Oh, I scratched my head so much like, Lord, what is this? I said, I remember my mom telling me, girl, stop scratching your head. You're going to scratch gray hairs in your head. Well, I guess she was right, y'all. Hey. Anyway, and I don't mind that. I am not going to hide my gray hair. Well, I'll put it this way. I'm not going to dye them, okay? I'm not going to say I'm not going to hide them, but I'm not going to dye them. I'm not going to put any color in my hair. But grow where you're planted. Now, we're coming back. I, I didn't mean to go this far, but we're coming back with you. This is going to be a three-part series and I'm going to give you some examples of biblical people who had to grow where they were planted and show you how God worked that out. Because believe me, when you're in that situation and you're sitting there trying to figure out what on earth am I doing here, when you allow God to start feeding you, watering you, you open that Bible. Hallelujah. And let God water you with the watering of the word and feed you with his word. Hallelujah. You take that word in daily. Hallelujah. Just like you do your normal food and watch you grow and watch God open up so something so amazing that you won't even believe it with your own eyes. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us go before the throne of grace. That's not all of it. I have a couple more things that I want to bring to you. So I did this today. Then we have Sunday. And then I guess we'll culminate it on next Wednesday, maybe. But for tonight, we're going back to in him. But for today, Wednesday, 
Sunday and next Wednesday. We're going to go through this one. Because I want you to know, I, I, I don't know what this what, but I say, Lord, there are many people out there feeling just like I did when I first came here. And I say, Lord, I got to tell them that there is a purpose to what they're going through. Now, at the end of this prayer, we're going to put a song up, and it's called For My Good. Know that God is working out everything. I don't care what you're going through right now. God is working it out for your good. Don't get stiff-necked and haughty and say, how is this working out for my good? I don't believe that. Watch and see. Stay in the Word. Keep praising God. Keep yourself laughing about this, that, or the other. I don't mean be silly. But just ha, 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 ha sometimes. Just be around the house and see something and just start laughing. Allow yourself to laugh. Allow yourself to study God's Word. And hallelujah, allow God to water you, hallelujah, with the watering of his word. In other words, with the understanding of his words. Walk in him. Breathe in him. Make him the center of your life. And watch what God has for you on this side. We're not talking about in the sweet by and by. I'm talking about on this side, in this time realm where we are. You're being made into what God wants you to be. When you're God's child, hallelujah, you are being made into what he, what he wants you to be. I know it's hard right now. I know you've shed many tears, but the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. If you hold on, you will see that it's all working together for your good. Let us go before the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this message this evening. Hallelujah. Lord, oh, my God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you are so kind and so merciful. You, hallelujah, know our beginning, you know our end, and you're there from the beginning to the end. You said you would never leave nor forsaken us. So no matter how lonely we get, you are still there. No matter how many tears we have to cry at night or during the day, hallelujah, you are there. And you will comfort us. Hallelujah, you will protect us because you said nothing by any means shall harm us. Hallelujah. Just like that stalk of corn in that field, nothing will harm it because the farmer, which is in your place, hallelujah, will protect that ear of corn because he has a greater purpose for it. And that greater purpose man doesn't see, but that farmer knows. So, Lord, we thank you for the greater purpose in our lives. Amen. And I ask you, Lord, to allow those who are listening today to take heed to this word, hallelujah, because it's all working together for our good, hallelujah. First for your good, then for our good. Where we are, you planted us there. Doesn't look like it sometimes, but you allow us to be there, hallelujah. And we believe in you, and we know that you know what you're doing and that you're right here with us, no matter where we are. You are right here with us, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name. We ask you to bless each ear this listening. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for letting them see where they are and teach them to grow where they're planted. And when you get ready to pluck them up, you'll pluck them up. And the next place will be even better than the place that they are. And, Lord, sometimes you don't pluck them up because there's a purpose for them right there. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, and we glorify your name. We ask you, hallelujah, to guide our footsteps today, hallelujah, throughout the day, and keep us strong, Lord. Let us look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, bless every house that's 
secure today. Every ear that's listening, if they have a home apartment or whatever, God bless that home, bless that apartment. Able them to grow where they're planted, Lord. It may not seem like the best place, but as my sister Catherine Coleman said, grow where you're planted. Lord, I thank you for showing me that, and I thank you for allowing me to grow where I was planted. Didn't understand why at the time, but it's becoming clearer and clearer and clearer. And I thank you, Lord, for this city, because there's much to do here. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, and I glorify your name. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Saints, I ask you to remember my two nieces, Tia, Tia Cook, and Natasha Breeden. They both are still suffering from cancer. Pray for them. Keep them on your prayer list. Natasha has a GoFundMe page. Please go and donate to her. And by all means, continue to pray for her and the family. Amen. And continue to pray for me, too. Oh, yeah, this thing, I am over this thing. I know it sounds kind of bad, but guess what? The devil is defeated. Amen. Hallelujah. He tried to pick around and see what's what. No, the devil is defeated. And I refuse whatever this is that's trying to take me down. He cannot have me. I belong to the master. Amen. Bless you all. God bless. God loves you. I love you. And if you don't know God for the pardoning of your sins, give him your life today. Hallelujah. Just look up and say, Father, bless me. Come into my life and do something amazing with it. I give my life to you, Lord. When you say that, hallelujah. If you said that, they're welcome to the family. Amen. Welcome to the family of God. I'll be back with you all tonight, back to the In Him series. And then Sunday, I'm going more into this particular series. And we'll finish it up at some point. But I want you all to get this. Hallelujah. There was some more I should have said, but I wanted to do the preliminary first so that you would know where I'm coming from, so that you would grab hold of faith and know no matter what it looks like, grow where God has planted you. Because you didn't do it on your own. You may have made the decision. But let me tell you something. That's what God had for you to be in the first place. You will grow in that place that you find so hard. Amen. Grow where your planet sinks. In the name of Jesus. Love you all. And I'm going to tell you, good afternoon. And I will see you all tonight on the nightly prayer with the In Him series. Um, Stephanie, did we have a scripture for today? We'll do that scripture the next time. We wanted to come to you about being predestined. But look in our um, description box. And, of course, she's going to do a PDF. And we'll have it up there as to where we're going so you can follow us. But for today, just know that there's nothing that's going to happen in your life that God has not does not have complete control over. That's you who belong to him. If you don't belong to him, then you are at the mercy of the enemy. Amen. (coughs) (coughs) And he will toss you to and fro, up and down, in and out. But when you belong to God, yeah, things happen. But God always delivers you out of them. Amen. Hallelujah. Love you all, but guess what? God loves you more. 
And if you have not given God your life today, what are you waiting for? Ask yourself, if I were to die today, where would I spend eternity? Where would my soul go? Hallelujah. There's only two places, you know, heaven or hell. You too. In the name of Jesus, I love you all. Bye-bye.